your source for all things fantasy or sports. We may not be experts, but we think we can because only real men pretend. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go down to the field and meet our pretenders. Ben, I'm your Huckleberry. Lucas, I'm definitely not Jeffrey Dahmer. James, descendant of General Custer. Your ancestor. My great great granddaddy was George Washington himself. Mm. Just great great. This is Texas math. <laughs> <laughs> Texas Public Education. Do we pay for that? <laughs> uh, the state does somehow with no state taxes. All right. Welcome, <laughs> pretenders, back to another fantastic Fantasy Friday where, you know, we're just going to talk shit and drink beer. How about that? I'm drinking cider. I will fuck your cider. Yeah. Well, you know what? This is a Cider Boys Raspberry Smash. Hey, it- save it for the what's on tap, fucker. <laughs> so... How's your guys' week been? Wonderful. Absolutely just the best thing that's ever happened. I'm sensing the enthusiasm there. Ah, uh, yep. Stellar, stellar week for James. James is interstellar. You know what I'm looking forward to at the end of my week? I'm going to go and watch Rings of Power. And I can't wait. Uh, I heard it's a rough one this week. Really? I heard like like rough as in like you can't get through it or like rough as in like shit happens. I, so I think there's battle, and oh, yes. from what I understand, and it's like not the greatest. From what I've heard, also like everybody I follow on the topic hates Rings of Power. Mm, so it's like a real like bias. Literally no matter. So, it's, definitely, it's heavily biased for sure. So you sure. got a cup of haters. Yeah, yeah. A cup of haters? Mm. I just have to say that I think Galadriel is portrayed perfectly. I think this is exactly how she should be portrayed as a strong woman character, and I am one hundred percent for it. I'm okay with that because her her demeanor in the pre or in the trilogy in the Lord of the Rings trilogy kind of warrants this kind of character because when Frodo offers her the ring and all that all that like hurt comes back and all that angst towards everything that's happened in Middle Earth kind of warrants her character to be. Um, kind of against everything that's happened up until this point in Rings of Power, I think. I hadn't thought about that at all, but yeah, that does make a lot... I could, I could make the connection there. I've heard that uh, there's a romance scene that's pretty heated. Mm-hmm. Right before the big battle, Hallbrand reveals himself as Sauron, and then she bends him over and takes him from behind, and it's been labeled as perhaps the most... The most involved... Does she use Sting? <laughs> they're, be, they're already being put up for awards. They're already being put up for awards. For the sex scene. Oh, yeah. Rings of Power gets spicy in one episode where they've actually shown nothing as far as nudity or intense situations like that up until this point. Tolkien is very famous for not having that kind of stuff in his work. So this is straight to TV. This is made for television. 100%. It all happens in a cave while Shelob the spider watches. Yeah, I, <laughs> That's a lot of eyes. <laughs> God, there's no way this is real. Dude, I can't wait to watch this episode. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm super excited now. Is this Shelob in human form? 
like Lolf from D and D, or is this like like Shelob, bitch getting fucking hit with a goddamn light potion? <laughs> she's she's actually half human, half spider in this form. Like she like just was like so into what was going on, she didn't know you know what parts to turn into and stuff. So what you're saying is like she she embraces her animalistic behavior and becomes full spider after witnessing this sex scene. Absolutely. It looked like uh it looked like Spider-Man in that iron spider suit with the with the legs coming out. Man spider. Behind. You guys ever watch the 90s cartoon of Spider-Man when he's got the when he turns into man spider? Um do you know that I'm like born in the 90s, right? What? So you never watched a fucking cartoon in your life, or what? Now really? you're mansplaining. Yeah, not a <laughs> '90s cartoon. So let's get some serious mansplaining to do. <laughs> but you don't know what sitcom that's from either, huh? <laughs> I I really don't know. Oh my god! I love Lucy. Retired I what? I don't even know what that is. You got to be shitting me right now. I'm. Right? I have no idea. Lucas, you got some homework. <laughs> homework. Some. Homework. I just need you to go Google. No, actually, get on YouTube. Famous sitcoms from the 70s or 60s. I don't even know when that's from. Actually, probably the 60s. Huh? It's still black and white. Maybe you want, the 50s? You want me to research a black and white? You never watched... Have you ever watched Three Stooges before? No. What the fuck is your problem? I didn't watch a lot of things growing up. <laughs> I bet you watched the Discovery Channel down on that farm on Texas. Uh, no, it was a cattle ranch. And uh, yeah, there just wasn't much going on. So was there some bulls on that ranch? Oh, yes, they were the breeders. And I actually watched a bull break his penis one time. Break his penis? Went to the size of a bowling ball. We had to put him down. How how does that even happen? Like, please, Uh, explain. So when a cow mounts... I'm sorry, when a bull mounts their cow, uh, it's very violent. And they are just ramming their dick as hard as they can. And what happens is the cow sometimes doesn't like it, so she'll shift. And move around, and I guess he was fully in, and uh, she moved the wrong way, and then man, she broke that man's dick. The crazy thing is, you just one hundred percent accurately described the scene from Rings of Power <laughs> with Gladriel and. And Hallbrain. you were Shelob. Uh, yeah, so we had to put that bull down. He though. also described George Kittle's participation in the game last oh. week with his broken penis syndrome. <laughs> I was so disappointed with Kittle last week. My sources are always on point. George, I love you. So but. so his dick was broken, and it's not Bobbit material? You can't we, put it back together? We called the vet out there. We saw, we, he gave us the options, and the options to fix it were too expensive, so we just shot him in the head. So, I, honestly, it probably wasn't the price. It was probably just like, you know, what's the value of life at that point in time, right? Well, like, I, I'm thinking that the dick, I mean, the, I'm sorry, I'm thinking that the bull is just always horny and you guys couldn't get him to sit still long enough for his dick to heal because animalistic nature just takes over at that mm-hmm. point. He actually couldn't pee, so his bladder was also... Swollen? Yeah. He was swole? Yeah. <laughs> um, he made some sounds that... Was very in pain sounds like it haunts me to this day. Uh, so <laughs> it's made me very worried in my, it, in my adult life. <laughs> was it sounds like Shelob when Sam showed him the light, showed her the light? <laughs> uh, god, it's been so long. I'm just picturing Lucas waking up like in the middle of the night to hearing these screams. <laughs> I was like 15 or so. You know what I'm picturing? <laughs> Just discovering your own manhood. Like, uh, I, what, what did that do to you? Did you fear that him, happening in your on. own life? It made him drink ciders. 
I was very afraid for quite a while. Um, I was just picturing Ferdinand the Bull voiced by John Cena mm. <laughs> making these sounds. But you can't see me. But you can't see me. When you were in bed with a woman, did you like make her stay very still? Um, for so fear of broken penis. I, uh, <laughs> Stop moving. Stop moving. For a while. I've seen this movie. <laughs> I was the only one allowed to be on top. Uh, for obvious reasons. So uh, I, I took time to build that trust back. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> so anyway, back to this uh, Rings of Power sex scene. So he is Sauron. Uh, I was just bullshitting. Sauron confirmed. I was just bullshitting you guys. Are the rings of power really cock rings? That is confirmed. I oh knew it. I knew God. it. You know what the problem with that bull was? He didn't have a ring of power. <laughs> oh, if the bull yeah. was uh to hold a ring of power, would he have the elf ring, the dwarf ring, or the human ring? A human ring. He was fragile as hell. <laughs> Well, and it obviously didn't last very long. He was a young man, too. He was only like three or four. When I was a young warthog. Yeah, that was uh, $2,000 right there down the drain. It was $2,000 to shoot him in the head? Uh, to buy what him. What kind of fucking bullets were you using? <laughs> uh, to shoot him in the head was uh, not expensive at all. That's uh, about... Did you guys cut him up and eat him? Oh, yeah, of course. You think I'm wasting a giant-ass bull? At four years old, that meat is good. How does dick taste? <laughs> <laughs> well, Rocky Mountain oysters, if you need to know, are quite delicious. Have you guys ever had kidney stones? Uh, I have no. not. I'm surprised Lucas hasn't with as many bangs as he consumes. No, no uh, clean bill of health. Um, I just don't go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't know. Like, clean I'll, bill of health over it's here. It's like I'm bleeding out my pee hole. It doesn't matter. I'm clean because I've never been to the doctor. <laughs> mm. This is not gonorrhea. <laughs> yep, no. I, I don't need any of that in my life. You know why? I'm a goddamn man. And I pretend. So I pretend I'm, that I'm I pretend <laughs> that I'm healthy. <laughs> as long as I got four bangs a day, ain't nothing. Ain't no stopping me now. Mm, yeah. Have you had kidney stones, James? I've never had kidney stones, but they scare me. It it definitely sounds painful. Hold on, hold on. Describe your fear. I mean, just like I mean, just look up the definition. There's a, there's a many different medical diagnoses that freak me out. Mm-hmm. But some, some that freak me out the most would be like a hernia or kidney stones. Like when you just look at the definitions of what those things are, it's like, oh my gosh. I've had, a, I've had an umbilical hernia before. What is that? So is a, is a hernia in my belly button. Does it bulge out like a regular hernia? Um, inside of it, it did. But... Uh, it was a small hernia, so there were, I didn't have mesh or anything. It was just a couple stitches on the inside. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are into anime, but that's where the Dragon Balls come from. This guy at work was telling me about a certain kind of anime called hentai. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like tentacles? Um, I haven't really tried to watch tentacles. Like, what... what uh... What are some good anime so there's slash this, there's this hockey team. They're called the Kraken. I suggest you get into some tentacles. <laughs> What's a good search thing to search in my search bar? Just put hentai. Fuck. You'll, <laughs> you win. <laughs> you'll get it all. All right. I'm going to go to my work computer. The, uh, first, the first picture that probably pops up is two femboys or female males or... Yeah, hentai is a rabbit hole all in itself, man. You better, you better schedule some time for that. Well, my wife is going away for a month. 
just make sure you delete that history, okay? When she gets back. So it's not something to share. <laughs> to each their own. I mean, I'm sure that there's couples in there that are pro hentai. <laughs> you, you know, we uh, we started watching that Jeffrey Dahmer show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I after watching the first episode, I kind of wanted to delete my Netflix browser history. Why? It was just, it was weird. It was disturbing. That for even just that first, I mean, I'm sure it gets worse, but it was just episode six broke me. Dude, that guy that plays Jeffrey Dahmer, like I, me and my wife watch American Horror Story religiously, mm-hmm. and he's constantly on there. Oh yeah, he creeps me the fuck out to begin with. And then we haven't started watching this because we have a five year old in the house, so it takes a little bit of finagling what you can watch around five year olds, what you can't watch around five year olds. But we uh, we definitely like showed interest because everybody's talking about it. But the dude freaks me out just by looking at the still photos. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Evan Peters is a saint. Are you sure? Have you heard? Have you seen his interviews afterwards? He's just like, oh yeah, it was a great role. I really. I really have you ever it. been to his uh, search engine? No. I bet you there's Dahmer hentai. <laughs> listen, listen. At first, it was funny, right? It's called Domtai. because <laughs> you know you know he's one of the most you know menacing like infamous serial killers. Mm-hmm. But you you turn on the show and you hear like, oh, hey, how are ya? You know, he's got that Wisconsin accent. He's like, oh, you want some milk, bud? Unpasteurized? Do we have a Dahmer in our midst? What the fuck? Have a Pabst Blue Ribbon there, bud. Ooh. <laughs> hey, friendly gays. <laughs> Would you like a Pabst Blue? I mean, he was at a gay club. Like, it's how like, it's how not- far did you get in the series? I, I literally just watched the first episode. I'm going to watch more. I just can't watch it with my girlfriend because I think it disturbs her too much. Uh, yeah. I mean, episode six was very rough. And when you get there, you know what's going to happen. Is this one of those things where it's only one thing or they're building it up for multiple seasons? No, no. This is only this is a one. It's like a docuseries. Good, one because shot. you know what? I hate the fact that we as a people are so disturbed and disgusting anyway that we'll sit there and watch six seasons of somebody that fucking completely obliterated people's lives. Like they, Dexter? And then, yeah, you know, but that's that's a fictional character, so we're okay with that. But this is based on a real-life story, so everybody tunes in. It's like watching the OJ trial. Like, mm-hmm. you know the motherfucker is guilty, but now we're going to commercialize it. It's going to be okay. Mm. Yeah, I. so like... Ten years have passed. It's fine. It's okay. I want to see them bring bring him back for a sequel. The return of Dahmer. <laughs> it happens in it's like, like during the COVID pandemic in 2019. COVID like, somehow resurrects him from the grave. It's like uh, Jason in space. That's where it's going. Is eventually it's in or space. Leprechaun in space. I hated that so much. <laughs> Why? Jason in space was Leprechaun awful. in the hood. <laughs> Wasn't it? <laughs> what was it called? Like Jason X or something like that? Yeah. And he had the, uh, the chrome hockey, hockey mask. Oh, flawless. And it was terrible. all in hentai. It was, totally. There were so many tentacles. Mm. His arms turned into tentacles. His tentacles had tentacles. Mm. It was like the sandworm from Beetlejuice. Hold on. <laughs> tell me. Ben, I would really like you to explain this. In hentai, where do the tentacles go? Where don't they go? <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. All of it. In every orifice. Everything. Hmm. Tentacles everywhere. The new frontier. These are the voyages of the tentacles you knew that you didn't want to see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. But, no, I highly suggest the Dahmer series. What what has more carnage? 
the Dahmer series or hentai <laughs> or to her to a tongue to a tag a to a to a on Thursday night football Dahmer or Tua? Well, you know, I think the Miami Dolphins and the NFL are cruising for a severe lawsuit from Tua's family, first of all, and then possibly some past lawsuits from people that they didn't uh, check out fully with this whole, uh, is it CTE thing? And, and mm. man, that how does somebody fall down, smack the back of their head on a Sunday, get up? shake his head, take two steps, stumble to a knee. They call it a back injury. They don't even give him any further testing for the week, and then they let him pay on, play on a Thursday. Fantasy football. Who's calling time out here? No, no, it's, it's all for fantasy football reasons. The profit of the almighty dollar. I don't know. It's tough. Like, I, 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 really, I really think most people don't have the inside track on it, right? Like, what was going on in the locker room? What was going on? in the conversations with the medical people, with the conversations with Tua, where was Tua at with all of it? It'd be interesting to see. I'd lo- I mean, I'd love to see a 60 minutes. I, I guarantee it. we're going to get a 30 for 30 eventually. And I'm sure all these papers from the investigation are going to come out, but I'm common sense, man. You watch the tape on Sunday. You ain't letting the dude come back out on the field until he's passed some kind of protocols, right? I would put him through protocols, even though he, he tested and came back to that game. I'd be like, Hey man, we got to, we got to do some uh, extensive research. We got to test you some. We got to check out your back issues. <laughs> I think there is a huge opportunity that has been presented with this injury right here. And I think there could be a race in sports science for the concussion proof helmet. And you mean they're going to go Power Rangers Z? Yeah, <laughs> like. I don't know. I think there's a huge opportunity for people to start really jumping on the inventing train and being like, all right, how can we make a helmet concussion proof? Like when you hit your head, it's like a pillow, no matter how hard you get slammed down. So I watched this video on, on YouTube and you know how, and it just came up because, you know, you finish one video and it just goes into the next video Mm -hmm. and then the next video. And pretty soon you're watching like five videos deep and the video you're watching has nothing to do with what you started with. Nothing at all. Started on fantasy football waiver wire week four pickups. Ended on the people um, in like uh, rodeos and stuff like that putting on those bubble bubble balls mm-hmm. that people run into each other with and getting hit by the fucking bull up in the air. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. Like they get into these rings and they're out those bubble balls and this bull's just fucking throwing them fucking ten feet in the air and they're just bouncing. The best part about it is you see the legs and they're like flailing aimlessly and you're like how the fuck (laughs) and the best the best the best bull hit gets 50 bucks like you're doing this for 50 dollars listen i have a source okay i have a source and he was telling me almost exactly what you're telling me right now that clyde edwards hilaire is pioneering the next great power rangers movie oh wait sorry wrong thing clyde clyde is involved and there are more Morphozoid, Morphzilla, what are they called? What the big dinosaur Power Ranger suits? Megazord, Megazoid, yeah, the, those Megazoid, <laughs> Megazoids, Zords, Ten- tentacles. <laughs> There's tentacles involved. Mm-hmm. But my source was telling me that he was deep, deep into the dark web, and he discovered that there is a race going on between governments 
for this next next gen helmet. And there's one key ingredient. It's the my pillow guy. Oh <laughs> my god. Which is why he was raided by the FBI. They're trying to steal his intelligence on the That makes sense cuz the, the NFL is hated by every fucking industry in the world and and they're treated as such. But they still keep climbing to the top. So the fact that they brought in the my pillow guy mm-hmm. to pioneer their next great accomplishment with the non-concussional helmet, why not take out the bottom guy? James, Ben, we're going to edit that out. Listen, we're going to be suicided next week. <laughs> <laughs> that listen, it all goes Wait, back. Delete to that. His source. Delete that. <laughs> it all goes back to his source. He was saying that uh, the big ring of people who are exposing this stuff to anon. It's not really a ring, though. It's more like a square. <laughs> the square, the square, the helix of Tuanon. It's actually mm. not even the Knights of the Round Table. It's the agent of the Octagon. <laughs> <laughs> They're very passionate about this stuff. Mm. They're actually saying that you won't just be able to wear this football, this helmet on the football field. You're actually going to be required to wear it while you drive now. <laughs> All aspects of life. And it will have rear view mirrors on the side mm. to Ma- aid you in your peri- your peripherals. Mask wear was just the beginning. We're going to full on I helmets. can't wait until they would patent pen everybody's voice like James Earl Jones. Oh, God. Could you imagine dating? Wait, what? And we- like two dates and that you both sound like James Earl Jones trying to talk <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> what, what does sex sound like? <laughs> deep. <laughs> Sounds deep, I'll tell you Ooh. that. Uh. Luke. That hurts. Stop. Ow. Ow. You're on my hair. Ow. There's so much blood. Wait, what? Mm. (laughs) This ain't hentai. If everybody's wearing James Earl Jones helmets, then hentai is going to sound like that. It's not not hentai. It's sci-fi. I'm confused on what hentai is now. In a galaxy far, far away, there's sci-fi. And then there's hentai. If There's it, no tentacles in Star Wars. What's the rule to make um, something sci-fi? It, hap- it has to happen in space, right? Hold or on. future or past. Hold on. Pause. Pause, 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 pause. Uh, I remember in The Force Awakens, uh, Han Solo and Chewbacca captured some kind of tentacle creature. Okay. There was definitely tentacles in Star Wars. I'm sure somebody has drawn hentai of that. I have a lot of searching to do. <laughs> you better start soul searching <laughs> if you Google that. Because you thought Jeffrey Dahmer in episode six was bad. Your fucking soul's not coming back from that Google search. Oh, I'm excited. I dare you to Google hentai and then send the first picture that pops up to your wife. Oh, oh <laughs> man. <laughs> this is this is like a loser of fantasy football punishment. This is the shit dreams are made of right here. I can't wait. <laughs> Just images? Yeah. Ben, what do you think her response is going to be? Uh, that's not that's not that bad actually though. That's very tasteful hentai. <laughs> but I think her response is gonna be like WTF all capitals three explanation marks over under three explanation marks, James. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You he's, think he's my marriage sent. isn't strong enough? My marriage is strong. <laughs> you should say you she's down. gonna call me. You say you down. Can we put her on? You can if you want. Listen, I'm going to guess that her response is just going to be... I don't have that kind of plug. You're an idiot, What the fuck? It's an iPhone. You don't have a headphone plug? No, it's an iPhone. I'm not poor. 
I have read receipts on, so whenever she does uh, read it, I'll let you know. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Not to leave you guys hanging or anything or the suspense of this, but I'm getting thirsty. How about you guys? I'm always thirsty. <laughs> I stay thirsty. Music drop. <laughs> <laughs> He's too young to remember Britney Spears. That's right. He was born in the 90s. She was relevant in the early 2000s. <laughs> Toxic. Baby. I know who that is. Come on now. D- when she, <laughs> she did it again. You, all you knew was Britney bald. <laughs> I remember that, but I was so young. My older brothers were going crazy about it. They were very upset that she was not hot anymore. Did they have broken penis syndrome? No. No. <laughs> Although I think my brother was on his first baby mama. At that point. Okay, pretenders, welcome back. We're on to the what's on tap. Uh, you know what? Tonight's kind of a everybody for themselves empty the fridge kind of night. So we got like four or five drinks passing around. Lucas, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, so I'm working on uh, the cider from Cider Boys. The first one was a raspberry smash, but now I'm cider guys. peach country. Both of them are hard ciders. Wait, hold on. Is that country or country? Uh, Peach County. I'm sorry. I, I added an R. <laughs> it's uh, Peach County. Well, at I, least it wasn't country. Yeah, see, I, had, I added the hard R there, and uh, that was just incorrect of me. It's not even Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, uh, James, what are you passing around? What do you got? So, I'm drinking uh, the Cali Creamin' Vanilla Cream Ale from Mother Earth Brew Company. I want to add that it says, Tasting Notes of Vanilla Bean. Cool and crisp, smooth finish ale with natural flavor added. It's absolutely delicious. It tastes amazing. You know what? The funny thing is I just had one of those, but now I'm drinking one of the Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, and it really mixes very well. The vanilla from Cali Creamin and the Nitro Cold Brew. I'm definitely thinking that we should mix these together at one point. I was going to say, can you? Like put it in the same glass? Well, can you throw up in a glass and drink it, Lucas? Mm, yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Then where well, there's your fucking answer. <laughs> What's stopping you? Well, I listen. I was just asking y'all because I don't drink that crap, but uh, I drink ciders. That crap. This this vanilla is really good. Mm, I really think you good. might like this one. Actually, you should just pop this one. Oh yeah, yeah. This might be right up your alley. Really search out the vanilla taste in it. I can tolerate yeah, it. Yeah, grasp that, bro. Nice face, man. That I looks can... like you took a tentacle in every orifice. <laughs> <laughs> I can tolerate that, but I don't think I enjoy that. I can tolerate a tentacle in every orifice, but I'm not fond of it. Oh, you think it's my first time? (laughs) For a tentacle in every orifice? Mm -hmm. No, not at all, man. (laughs) You made that blatantly clear. (laughs) (sighs) You didn't even cry. (laughs) 2013 was wild. Dick Lizard. (laughs) It was a good year. It was before my wife, so... Are you guys all caught up on Rings of Power right now? Besides the episode that just dropped. Well, it is for Fantasy Friday. Fantasy Friday. So you nobody's have, watched it yet. You have caught me unprepared. Yeah, I haven't watched a new episode either. I mean, well, I did. I screened it a little bit. I seen that sex scene. Well, yeah. I, Who's well, it actually between? Obviously, your sources tell you who the fuck is she love. He said I told you, him. Galadriel bends Halbrand over and he's like, I'm sorry. And he's she's like, like I am bro. I am all that is mighty elf. Did she say I am woman? Do not take me for some foolish conjurer. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean we all saw the Hobbit when she sent him packing. Hey, who is the dude? Who is the dude that fell from the sky? Oh, I I think it's Sauron. It's Bilbo. Oh my god. 
<laughs> he shrinks in size gently listen, down. Listen, what's that family in the Shire that's always talking shit about Bilbo? Them mm. proud feats. Oh, that might be it. That no. might be it. The Harfoot Bagginses or something? No, it's no. something the it Baggins is part of it's their not the Tooks. Baggins is part of their name. The Rooks, Tooks, Shooks, oh, the, the Proud Bagginses. The I can't remember, but they were right. The Paper Bagginses. <laughs> you think they were right about Bilbo? Bilbo just morphed into a little hobbit, but like he used to be the tall man. Mm. Ooh, you know what? That's because he had to carry the fucking load on that cart, and he just hunched back. And you know what happens? Bad robot logic. He's carrying. <laughs> the he's carrying the load it. for the entire hard foot segment. Because gosh, damn. Listen, I just want to talk about a scene that happened last week when the tall, mysterious wizard man rescued the Harfoots oh, from, from the, the from the wolves from the wolves. The wargs. The war- wargs. Those were not wargs. Those were definitely wargs. No, bro, because the warg in the tree. Did was you see the face of that thing? Yeah, it, the warg in the tree, trapped in the tree stump, was definitely more hideous than those wolves. Those were dire wolves. They're basically. I mean, they're similar. All they're I'm similar, saying right? is like how, same concept. How did he throw? He manhandled the fuck out of that wolf, and that wolf was just as big as him. The craziest part to me is he's over there. Afterwards, he's like restoring his health. Like his arms Ooh, messed yeah. up. He's got his he's got his arm in the water, or whatever. It's turned Ooh, into yeah, ice. Yeah, yeah. And then like that Harfoot girl comes over. You stupid like, bitch! You don't touch the ice. Like <laughs> like what is going through your head right now? You're like okay, mysterious wizard man who like doesn't speak my language really. Like all he knows is friend, and he's he turning know what the fuck that means. Right, and he's turning his arm into ice right now. What I, should I do? I'm I should touch it. I should interrupt him. And and violently touch him while he's clearly doing some magic shit. And then when when she gets consequences, she's like, mm, "Don't talk to me," and she runs away. Wait, hold on, but it's let's, like let's 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 bring it back to real life now. Living in this fantasy world, mom says, "James, don't you touch that fucking stove while it's on." And James says, "Yeah, bitch, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'll touch this fucking red stove." James, get away from that red stove. Man, you don't know what the hell you talk about, lady. I'm going to touch this red stove. It's going to give me magical powers. Consequences. What the hell does James do? Touch the fucking stove. Ah, it fucking hurts. How come you didn't tell me about the stove? I never got that far as a kid. I'm just you saying. You guys just didn't have a stove, right? No, we did. But <laughs> whenever she said, don't touch the stove, and I was moving belt, towards right? it. <laughs> no, not the belt, the wooden spoon. You know what? In my house, all the wooden spro- spoons got broken over our asses, so we didn't have wooden spoons. See, we just got smacked in the mouth. Shit. Like, right across the cheek. Like, to the point where my brothers and I, we got my mom a wooden spoon with a target with all of our names on it for, I think, her 50th birthday. Because we were old enough now that she, she couldn't really hit us because we're grown-ass men. But, uh, yeah, and it was not fun. Wooden spoons hurt. Child abuse. Say no to wood. Say no to wood. Say yes to tentacles. And senior abuse, full circle. Bring it back. That's like the curious case of Benjamin Button. What comes around, goes around. Oh, she earned her spot in the nursing home. Jeez. <laughs> listen, Whew. listen, to bring it back, I'm just saying, what is wrong with this Harfoot to think that is a... I'm, I, if she has beef with the tall man after this, I'm going to be a little upset. I'm already pissed. You know, that dude, like, <laughs> he laid the fucking... Think about that thunderclap that he did on those fucking dire wolves, and he bruised his arm, man. That could have been a hard foot's ass. He could have enjoyed that part. Instead, he had to waste it protecting his friend, and then she gets her hand froze. Well, hobbits are notoriously curious about tall men. 
Gandalf showed up twice and convinced two different hobbits to go do some wild shit. <laughs> some real wild shit. Do you think that if Gandalf showed up today, that he could get Brandon to look up hentai? <laughs> Ooh. And send it to his wife? Like I just oh, did? Oh, man. Um, probably You're asking not. for trouble now. Listen, I have a I have a Lord of the Rings theory I want to throw off you guys. Like I've always kind of thought this. Listen, I'm okay with you pitching the theory, but don't ever throw anything off me, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about, Go ahead. What about tentacles? Uh, are okay. they soft or hard? <laughs> okay, so sharp. Fro- <laughs> Frodo Frodo ends up taking the ring after the the count Elrond's council, right? Why? does frodo take the ring what's your guys answer why does why do they why is everybody okay with frodo being the ring bearer i think because everybody else is scared as hell and frodo uh, it's bad writing in my opinion i think very easily any of them could have taken it first of all sacrilege but i think honestly it's because everybody is okay with him taking it because they all think they can influence him throughout the journey because he's like a child in their eyes. Y'all so know that, they say the inexperienced, the unpreached, the unteached, I can get him to see my point of view. Therefore, I have a better chance of getting the ring from him as opposed to anybody else in this group who has a previous objective or ulterior motives. Little known fact, Frodo's like 60. It doesn't matter. He's still the first time he's been to fucking Rivendell. Mm. Okay, so I think the reason why everybody's cool with Frodo taking the ring is because geopolitically, he's neutral. It's like Sweden. Nobody considers halflings to be a serious threat. So they're okay with him taking the ring, and they're all going with him, accompanying the ring, like hoping like, you know, like Boromir, he has his like political interests in Gondor, or Gondor, yeah. And, uh, you know, Aragorn with the, the Dunedain, I guess you could say. And Gondor. The Rangers, uh, possibly like a, a retaking of the throne, mm-hmm. um, his new regime, uh, Legolas and the elves, specifically like the Wood Elves, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Gimli and the Dwarves, right? So these are, I see them all as different political diplomats vying for control of this ring and Frodo being the, the okay, he's neutral, and we're all just going to follow him until one of us can, it's can a political claim it for gang our cause. Bang. Yeah, basically. With tentacles. But instead of tentacles, they have like swords and shit. Mm. So I, I'm just saying, I think there's a heavy geopolitical motive here. Does that make sense? I mean, it's, it kind of, it makes sense to me because it kind of fits into what, a little bit what I was saying is, is they kind of have all their ulterior motives. And then Frodo's the one guy that doesn't really have one of those. He doesn't have a motive. Yes. So he can be either influenced or they know that he's not going to give in to somebody else's motive because he doesn't have one to begin with. He has no vested interest in the ring at all. And I think they looked at it and like Bilbo's held this ring for decades and he's not been too negatively influenced. Like decades. Like Bilbo had that forever. Okay, but I was scarred as a child in the movies when Bilbo has that scene where he tries to take it back kind of oh, from face, Frodo. the face? He does the face. The face. Mm-hmm. I feel like they they clipped. It was like that app where you take anybody's face and you put it on. The, you take your face and you put it on the actor's face. I feel like they clipped Smeagol's face or uh, um, Gollum's face and put it on Bilbo right at that point. Yeah, both answers were right there. Yeah, 
That was crazy. It was like that car ad. Remember, it was like that viral email, like back in the day, that of that car ad, and then all of a sudden, like that face pops up in the camera lens. Is like, oh, 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 or the fucking Rick Roll. <laughs> that shit's scary. See, you ben, never know when that shit's. Ben may up. be too old for this, but do you remember, like, in our high school time, what the fuck, when the text chain James would go is around? as old as I am. And uh, it was like a creepy woman and being like, if you don't send this to 10 people, she's going to come visit you tonight. No. Are you talking about like Momo? Yeah, Momo, yes. bro. That was a thing. Like, whew. So, yeah, no. I, that's... That gives me chills, actually. You ever watch those videos? That shit's scary as fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. The Momo is fucking real. But <laughs> see, I'm okay because I keep a gun under my pillow. What the fuck is what the fuck is the gun going to do? Against it's going to make me feel shit? better. It's going to make me yeah, feel better. Until she's like... Pulls it to your own fucking temple and you pull the trigger. Yeah. I, it's Momo will fuck you up, bro. Don't fuck with Momo. Mm. Momo, look, if I was ever to own a strip club, you know what? I'd get the biggest, roundest, baldest motherfucker ever. I don't even care. Like, he can be fucking, you know what? It'd be the Saudi Arabian dudes, like, get the, like, eight foot tall. I'd fucking feed that dude, like, ham and shit like that until he was, like, 500 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then I'd fucking shave his head and call him Momo and put him at my front door. Ain't nobody fucking with Momo. That's why I, I always found, like, supernatural stuff to be a little more scarier, like, in horror stuff. Because, like, you can't... Like, I was watching the Dahmer show with my girlfriend, right? And throughout the and scene... Like, dude, I'll fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, throughout the scene where the guy's being held hostage kind of by him, and Dahmer's like, oh, let's watch my favorite movie, eh? And let's drink a warm glass of milk and watch The Exorcist. Throughout that, I was like, babe, check this out. I would have put him in a leg hold right there. I would have locked him up. Like, sleeper hold right there. He would have been... Calf crusher. Babe, I'm just saying. Look, Oh, babe, look at my bicep. Wait, see that, Bane? I would have, I would have put him out, babe. It would have been like the cartoon where my bicep has a fist. Just punch him in the face. Hug him in a headlock. But you watch something like The Conjuring, and it's like, what are you going to do? Oh, you going to yeah, shoot yeah. it? No, nah, dude. Yes. Or even like, even like Nightmare on Elm Street, when the motherfucker's invading your dreams and shit like that. Like, I understand that those movies nowadays, when we watch them, are like comedy. That shit's funny. It's still, it's still pretty, it's still pretty freaky, dude. Uh, but the underlining theory, because like once, once you invade somebody's dreams where you don't know or you have no recollection of how to deal with something paranormal. That's when I get freaked out, too. That shit's scary as fuck. See, I'm the opposite of you guys. I find the supernatural not scary at all. But I find human stuff like Dahmer frightening. See, Dahmer could kill a big dude like myself by drugging me. And he did it multiple times to different people. Or catch me off guard. Yeah, but I'm too what strong. He, I'm too he, strong for drugs, What dude. if he catch you outside? Mm. <laughs> How about that? What if he had a tentacle? <laughs> is is enjoyment part of this option? <laughs> he called one eye winky. Mm. <laughs> I agree with James in this part because you know mm. even even the strongest of guys, the Jason Voorhees of the world, the the Michael Myers of the world, I have a fighting chance because I can physically fight that. Even if I don't succeed, I can physically fight that. It's there. Mm-hmm. I have a chance. It not may not be a high one, but you're telling me there's a chance. With something that's fucking I can't see. The oh, let me tell you guys a story. And I, I, I think I already told you guys a story, but when the first paranormal might be before your time. Yeah, I know that was during our time. The first paranormal activity movie came out, right? We go to watch this with a couple friends. It's scary as fuck. Honestly, it's the first time anything like that in my mind or that I've seen has been done. Mm-hmm. I go home that night and I'm like, man, that 
that shit freaks me out already. So I'm gonna stay up. I'm gonna Google some hentai, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna get my mind off this right. And I peek around the corner, and all I see is like this sliver of light. And the sliver of light is coming from the fucking refrigerator. You know how like when you yeah. barely leave the refrigerator door open just so the light, like the trigger is not, the door is not pushing the, the light trigger so it's on. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like I didn't go in the refrigerator since I've been home. That's scary shit. And it wasn't there before. So immediately what do I do? The typical white girl, I fucking run to the fridge, slam the door and run upstairs and not in my bed. And I'm like, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. That shit freaks me out. But here's the thing. is like, why the fuck would you run upstairs? It's the farthest away from your exit. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know either, but that, that shit's freaky, man. Paranormal shit scares the fuck out of see, me. See, in all these movies, I don't see anybody shoot a ghost. You can't, Lucas. You Nobody can't has shoot tried. The ghost. What if he's on to something? Nobody has tried. You know what? You'd be better positioned to get up here in my fucking craft room and turn on my airbrush. <laughs> I and just spray the motherfucker with air. So, uh... In this, you know, fantasy world, I, I implore y'all to go watch the series Supernatural with Jensen Ackles. Okay, but at least add, at least cannotate that with, don't watch it past like season seven, because it mm. gets really bad. I loved it all the way through. God, you would. I, and I, I think it was an amazing ending. It turned everybody, into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Absolutely. Everybody bookmark what Lucas just said and use that as a grain of salt whenever he says anything about tv shows including shooting ghosts nobody's tried it but in that (laughs) in that series i learned so much about the supernatural that i'm not afraid of them (laughs) what that i'm not afraid of them you know why because i have i have devil circles that are devil traps that i can now use on demons okay i have salt circles that i can use against ghosts and iron fucks ghosts up so my iron bullets are going to fuck that ghost up. So it is written, so it is done. I saw that in a movie, must be true. Listen, you, y'all saw ghosts in a movie and you thought that shit was real and you were scared. So why is it hey, such a stretch listen, of mind? man, I, I'm also one of those kind of people that, that believe that if I watch it on my TV, I'm inviting that shit to come into my house. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just saying, uh, th- th- that's a freaky part for me is like, that shit is not meant to be fucked with. Plus, you know what? When I was a kid watching the first Ghostbusters movie, I know that's way before your fucking time, but when that dude went down in the library and that fucking librarian freaked the fuck out on him, that's some scary shit. You talk about Bilbo's scary face? That librarian in the damn basement of that library scared the fuck out of me. What's What's the most scared you've ever been during any given horror movie at any given time in your life? Like, the most fear built up inside of you from that from that movie um when a stranger calls can you go further into details or yeah, a specific yeah, scene or come on, i don't recall so that movie to be honest. i was i must have been 12 <laughs> when a stranger sends you in <laughs> i must i must have been like 12 or 13 and it was a rated r movie and we snuck in in my town and it Got was a babysitter to do. it was a babysitter who kept getting weird calls the whole time right and Earlier in the movie, you'd seen that he murdered somebody. That movie is called Scream, Lucas. No, hold on. (laughs) And kept calling and calling. She kept calling the cops, and the cops couldn't trace the call. And then it all built up eventually. And I was I was thirteen. I was scared to death. It was the little kid. Hold on, hold on. The police call back, and they're like, "Hey, we traced the call, and it's coming from inside the house." I was scared i was shaking i was like oh my god this is crazy why did i sneak into this movie 
and so real life stuff like that because that could really happen because it was just a regular guy who was murdering yeah, people with VPNs. Now you can put your fucking phone anywhere. <laughs> but like that moment where the where the cop was like, "It's coming from inside the house." I was like, "No, I'm done. I, I, I cannot go on." What do you got, Ben? So I got a I got a couple of them. The Bone Collector, that movie start to finish, freaked me the fuck out with Denzel Washington when they're tracing down the the serial killer that collected the bones of his victims and like it was kinda like the movie seven, but it wasn't the movie seven. That movie just freaked me out to begin with. Saw. Saw number mm. two. When that bitch got thrown into that pit of fucking needles, dude, or when you wake up in those situations in any given Saw movie, that shit creates a fear because that i feel like that can really happen it could and that shit scares the fuck out of me being put into one of those games or or tit for tats especially like i'm i'm a firm believer in like or not firm believer but i put myself in people's positions all the time when i watch movies or hear stories i try to envision myself as that person so in those saw um instances you always go to the worst places in my mind because you're like like rivaling like somebody you love or somebody you care about. And at that point you're like, it's me or them. And like human nature is like, what at that point? Like how that's, that's a crazy situation to be in. And that, that kind of, those situations kind of build the most fear in me. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I, I, I feel like I definitely do the same thing where I put myself in the shoes of uh, whoever I'm watching. For me, it was definitely the ring. Oh, you remember that movie Samara? Mm-hmm. First of all, scary ass name, name of my great great grandmother, or at least from Thanksgiving conversations. He has lineage to everybody. <laughs> but it's a scary name, Samara. It's a scary name. So as a as a kid, I'm like, I don't know, seventh, eighth grade. I'm watching this movie, and the whole concept of the movie is like, if you watch this film, she's gonna come get you in seven days. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm watching a film of this film, and like I feel logically like that applies to me now. Any like that girl was freaky, dude. She crawls out of a well like a spider, dude. First of all, and then you can't see her face. She's got hair over her face. It's not a cool look. It doesn't like if you show up to a party like that. I lived that most of my fucking early teenage years. So yes, it was a look. It was a cool look. I guess, man. It was before my time. He was was in the grunge phase. Nah, don't fucking put me in that (laughs) dirty ass shit. (laughs) Yes, I was oily, but it was well deserved oil. But also, there's something unexplained about Samara, too, right? She's this little girl, but she's an athletic phenom, dude. Like, the, I mean, the way she crawled she's out of that well. There's actually a scene in, I, I don't remember if it's the first one or the sequel, but they're, they're, one of the girls falls into the well, right? Mm-hmm. And she's cr- cl- trying to climb out of the well. And all of a sudden, like, I don't know what was going on with Samara, but Samara catches on. And Samara is like, I'm going to catch this bitch. And she's chasing after the girl, Carl, and she is catching, she's making ground, right? Because she's an athletic phenom, dude. She knows where the finger holes are, bro. She knows where the finger holes are, but like not just that, dude. Her that triceps. That wasn't Ring or Ring Two. That was scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> her triceps must have been insane, dude. Her rock climbing ability, dude. Could you imagine Samara at our rock climbing gym? You guys. Well, this might be before your time too. But you guys ever watch that Nickelodeon TV show Guts, where they had the crag and it was like this fucking volcano where they had to climb up to it and like get the piece of the rock and there was like. You guys are looking at me like I'm stupid. But somebody out there knows what Global Guts is, and you had to do like these athletic things. And the, the main thing was the 
complete the crag. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Of like, you have to. It's like a rock climbing wall that's like inverted and shit like that, and you had to climb up it. And she knows where the finger holes are. I have three movies I want to bring up to y'all, and y'all tell me how scary they actually were. These three movies, I actually felt a little bit frightened of, and they're all supernatural. Okay, Grudge. Remind me, remind me, Grudge. That's the one with the girl that's like, uh, uh. So there was a little boy. The little boy, he's like, uh. <laughs> the girl's house sitting, and then she that's looks Sarah up the stairs, Michelle and there's Geller, a little boy, right? and she's, mm-hmm. he's just like, uh. But it's also, uh. He had a stuttering it's, problem. It's a Japanese horror movie first. Yep. Same thing with The Ring. Like, they were made in Japan, and then we remade them, because that's what we do is we steal shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mama. Mama was cool and really scary until the fucking climax. I feel like 90% of fucking uh, horror movies that with 20 minutes left, shut the shit off because your imagination is going to finish it better than the movie is. Remind me what Mama was. Two girls were brought into the woods by their father who just murdered their mother. Uh, He was going to kill them both and then kill himself. A supernatural being, kind of like a ghost, but maybe like a, a demon... I something along there where she still exists after she died. Uh, she had lost her child. She's been looking for her child ever since, right? She comes along and sees this, murders the father, immediately murders the father, and takes these two little girls for her own. And so years go by, and like the brother of the father had been looking for these little girls. They eventually found them and everything. And the movie goes on from there. Like he takes the little girls with him, but the mama stays. And she's like constantly following these little girls. Goes crazy. There's a random dude with glasses who's like a reporter who spins in a circle taking photos trying to find Mama. And he finds her and then he, that she kills him. That sounds yeah. scary. I never watched that it. That movie is great until like the, the climax. Mm-hmm. When, when the whole reveal thing happens, you're like, I just wasted an hour and a half of my Kind of like that movie Annabelle. Annabelle was a great movie until the fucking end. And you're like, garbage. Now, the third movie that I want y'all to think about. When, uh, my personal favorite horror movie of all time. Sinister. Sinister is a great fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, Sinister is a great movie. That's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Doesn't necessarily like terrify me like an insane amount, but like very well written. Just an amazing movie. I feel like it scares the shit out of me because I think hypnosis or uh, brainwashing brainwashing is a real thing, uh, and I feel like with those kind of movies that the 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 kids watch. Those things definitely could happen to families. Greatest plot twist I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, that shit's crazy. Though. Now, could you imagine being in his shoes, watching old videos of children murdering their entire families? No, like, I would watch one of them just saying Freak that. the fuck out. Like, ah, uh, that is absolutely insane. And then this, the, the twist ending, where we, we thought it was one child, but it was not that child. <sighs> I'm getting Sheesh. goosebumps. Well, ben, what's the scariest movie out of those three? Uh, Sinister is the scariest movie. I'm going to go with The Grudge. Maybe it's because I watched it when I was younger, right? Now that I'm older, like, supernatural movies don't, like, freak me out, like, at, they still freak me out a bit, but, like, as somebody who's, like, studied religion and feels confident in my ability to handle the supernatural to an extent, right? The power of Christ compels you. Absolutely, dude. Like, I can bless my own piss. <laughs> what the fuck's a demon going to care about some random religion? I'm just saying, like, if you believe, if you believe. That's why we pretend. <laughs> if you believe there's a God who's, like, over everything, and then, like, you can, like, 
you can kind of win there, dude. You know what I mean? You can be like, you win I'm, in the afterlife. You, you the allow the ghost or demon to kill you, and you win in the afterlife. That's how that's how that works. Ghosts yeah, and demons that, don't like him, though. But that's that's what makes you unafraid of these situations is the fact that you know that you're going somewhere where it's going to be better anyway. So you kind of accept the fact of whatever happens. In but this it's thing. like in Christian theology, you have power over those things. Hold on, I'm going to go into your Christian theology here. What did y'all think of the movie Nun? It was freaky. That's the one at the um, the uh, yeah, the Romanian monastery, the Romanian yeah. monastery. But that isn't that uh, has to do with the um, it's a pre conjuring, yeah, conjuring, yeah, yeah, the yeah. conjuring. I hate that dude's face, so I just want to punch the actor's face, so I can't take any of the movies seriously. To be honest, he wasn't in that one. I know, but at the same time, it's a it's a prequel. Mm-hmm. So the nun herself scared me, but I I, I fear that prequels. You always always know where it goes. So once you watch the prequel, you like you know what happens in the end. I think they you tied it, it in to. so well because the guy that was the hero uh, got infected by the nun, and you see him in the first Conjuring. Yeah, I I agree. I think they tied it in really well. I thought it was I thought it was good. I liked it. it you know scary. what? This, one of the, another scary part is in that uh, um, was Insidious. Mm-hmm. In that first movie, when when they go down, when he goes down and he's trying to get his son back, and that fucking record is playing, and oh. dude's just what's wrong with me that I can't stop? I think that's a good song. First of all, like I'll <laughs> listen jam, to that fucking dude. song. Demons listen to that, and they're but, like, <laughs> they start snapping. They're like, yeah. But at the same time, like that's a scary. Fu- that's like that's worse than going to the boiler room when Freddy Krueger was there. Like in my opinion, like could you imagine if Freddie had take, that fucking song playing? I can't take Freddie Krueger seriously. I just like it when he s- s- says stupid stuff. Welcome to my nightmare. Yeah, I love the Rick and Morty take on Freddie Krueger. I've never Kruger. seen it. It's really good. I've never watched any Rick and Morty. Oh. The first time we've ever seen that herky jerky movement with ghosts and shit like that was Gothica with Halle Berry. That was the first time I've ever seen it, never. and that scared the shit out of me. Like the ghost would come through the wall, and she'd do that. Herky jerky fucking who's, fast forward motion. Who's Halle Berry? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I Not saw the Cat one in I Little Mermaid. <laughs> what? That movie is terrible. Buddy. Most recognizable Halle Berry movie. Go Catwoman. I'm gonna go Swordfish. I I don't know That's what that good. is either. Swordfish took place during an interesting era because the villain or is it the hero? He's kind of like You've an never anti-hero. seen Get Shorty. Mm-mm. He's what he's, the fuck is wrong with you? He's a terrorist, but he's like he's like a white kind of cool terrorist <laughs> like before all, 9-11 like all it's john, before 9-11 like all john travolta movies oh so it's john travolta is a bad guy isn't danny devito in that movie too i don't know he could be i, fe- I can't I, remember for some reason, oh that's twins never mind <laughs> <laughs> what did, are you watching house of the dragon at all lucas i have not i don't have hbo why not i don't Dude, have hbo just ask for my login and it's cool james house of the dragon for you i feel that they kind of fucked me up in this last episode because I feel like it's a pilot all over again. I feel like we're reintroducing ourselves to the characters and all the momentum that they gained in the previous five episodes is gone. Is that this time skip? I've heard about the time skip. It's huge time skip. There was a time skip. And uh, yeah, actually I don't normally watch the like behind the scenes they do at the end, like after the credits are over. But I like, as I was getting like turning the TV off and like situating myself and stuff, I, I After heard them, his jerk out session. <laughs> I heard them. I heard them say like, "Yeah, it was like shooting pilot again." But I thought they did it well. I thought it was really good. I have a hard time relating to these characters anymore. Like, I I feel like I don't know them. Like, so much time has passed. 
that especially the way that episode five ended, they lost so much, so so much, so much momentum in that to me. And then the fact that the king is still alive and he looks like fucking the dude from Scary Movie Two with his strong hand. Like, mm. come on. Yeah, I think they I think they sped the ending up too quick. I, I I don't think they should have covered all of that in the ending. But I think they did a good job with the first however many episodes setting the table for the conflict to come. Here's my other concern with that is Sir Christian beat the fuck out of this dude and they don't even explain what the fuck happened. And now he's concierge to the the queen herself. There is no repercussions. There is no nothing from that. It's just oh, business as usual. Killed this dude. Well, he's in high. I mean, he's got a pretty high office. And obviously, if the queen's cool with you, which the queen was basically like, hey, he was about to commit like seppuku, right? And the queen was like, nah, like, like come with me. And then we see in the flash forward, totally she, he's now she totally terminated. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> absolutely mm. but i just i don't like the fact that they didn't explain that man like honestly i no. here's the thing though if they sometimes tv shows go bad from feeling like they have to explain every little thing to the audience don't explain it to me show it to me and i felt like that's what they did they showed it to me so i'm not gonna sit here and say house of dragons is doing everything right and house of dragons is the best of the best because it's not better than prime game of thrones which i'm talking seasons one through four but it's still a very good TV show. So what you're saying is it's not Phoenix Suns regular season. It's it's Boston Celtics Celtics postseason. Sure. Before sure. his coach got caught with an affair. <laughs> sure. Which is very Game of Thrones of him. So. Ooh, it comes full circle. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's good so far. I, I feel like House of the Dragon is good so far. And and sure, like they might have made like a misstep here or there. But I feel like they've set themselves up the for a lot of potential. The ending for the episode that we just watched was pretty good. Not gonna say I'm not gonna say it's not good, but at the same time, that uh, the beginning part kind of lost me. But the wrap up at the end of it, pretty crazy. Yeah, and if you know the history of Harrenhal, like if you've read the books at all, or you were big into Game of Thrones, you might know the history of like Harrenhal, and that was kind of cool. Like you know, seeing all of that, how it came about. How we got all the curses and the mumbo jumbo and the schmiggly's mad. Which I honestly, I, I got. I'm talking like I know what the curse of Heron Hall is or whatever. I can't remember. I can't remember no, what it was. Her- I just Heron know there's Hall, some kind of curse there. I, I just know lore. Heron Hall was uh, Aegon Targaryen's greatest conquest when it was a fortress that was not supposed to be ever conquered. He took Balerion and was like, "Fuck your shit. I'm winning this battle and burned the whole bitch down." Hall is that area, that decrepit fort that uh, Tywin Lannister was in when Arya was his little... Yeah, yeah, but, but the thing the thing with Hall though, is it's like whoever is like its lord, like is like cursed for some reason or something. And and that's why in this episode of House of Dragon, when they go back to Hall, it's like, oh, like nothing good can happen to you because you're going back to Hall, right? And then they set the down fire! <laughs> no, so I, I just feel like... Honestly, in my opinion, I would have much rather them play out the adolescence of those two ladies and built up that angst for each other in that time frame in season one and then go to season two. Because at this this point in time, I feel like with all the time skips that they're doing, 
they're going to be at Game of Thrones door by the end of season one. Like it's they're fast forwarding that much time between episodes or every couple episodes that where does at the end of season one and is there even a season two at that point? Yeah, like, I don't know what their format is. How many episodes are they supposed to do in season? I one? I think it's like eight. I think HBO no, is always really? eight. Oh no. my god, I want to see the rebellion so bad. I want to see the rebellion. Stay tuned. So, it might so be bad. episode nine. I so I was under the understanding that this was going to specifically cover these characters and they're like. Because obviously there's a battle for the throne after the king dies, right? And I thought it was going to cover that. And then the next season was going to cover different characters, different Targaryens. I'm, I'm sure it is. This The next episode, the king will die and they'll have their battle. And it will all be forced in an hour and a half. I mean, I don't want them to force it. Like, I think it'd be fine over 12 episodes or 10 episodes. But like, or maybe even like 12 episodes seems prime. But like, I, I don't know if I want to see this drawn out to six seasons or four seasons uh, did question for y'all because i haven't seen it yet did they show aegon targaryen with balerion the largest dragon to ever exist conquer all seven kingdoms which aegon isn't there multiple Aegon? he yeah. was aegon the conqueror this is the second of his name so right uh, the second so yeah. we're way we're, we're past way, way back then. that's unfortunate makes you want to watch it less aegon targaryen remember the all take. seven kingdoms okay he went over there how Stark raised an army of Northerners. They met at the Neck, okay? And guess what? He was ready to fight, but then he saw fucking Balerion and Aegon, and he was like, oh, fuck, I can't do this. Bent the knee, renounced his kingship, and became Lord Stark, Warden of the North. Lord Stark. And they didn't show any of that? I don't think this covers that. Oh I think that's God. another prequel series. They're, I'm sure they'll make money on it. Don't worry. How do you not? If House of the Dragon. He we is the covered, dragon. We just covered it for you. you. I mean, you just covered it for us. Such Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. If you're not a lawyer, a rules lawyer, then guess who is? I'm not a rules lawyer at all. I'm a lore master. He's the old LM. Send you that lame message. My uh, tie for days. One of my buddies, uh, he he loves how I get into the lore of everything I do. So like whether it be Fortnite, League of Legends, Wait, uh, you're, you're into Fortnite. I play a lot of Fortnite because they have a no builds mode. What the fuck is a no builds mode? Lucas? It's pretty much Call of Duty Warzone or PUBG, but just Fortnite, and you don't have to build. So I feel like Fortnite is for teenagers, Lucas. So let me correct you, okay? Please do. Um, ninja is not a teenager. What the fuck is a ninja? Are how old are you? <laughs> what? I'm, I just turned thirty nine. Thank you. Oh, you're pushing forty, you poor bastard. <laughs> uh, so let me let me explain. Ninja is one of the largest streamers in the world. Okay, literally made Fortnite famous, but not, we're not going to get into that. Now I think they're a little more widespread. I just, shit, I think I brought yinglings to our last thing we did here. Well, you didn't yeah. offer me a yingling. Very, it's it's just like the easiest beer that I've ever had to drink. I don't know, this Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is pretty fucking good. It was decent. I could drink it. It's only 4% alcohol, though. Is it more caffeine? Is there caffeine? Nitro brews usually have caffeine. That, Ooh, that is a good nitrogenated beer. for smoothness. Is that even a word? Um, that doesn't say caffeine. It says 
Uh, calories, carbohydrates, protein, and fat. Beer doesn't have carbs in it, does it? Um, yeah. <laughs> this one has 8.5 grams. <laughs> I've never seen carbohydrates on a beer label before, honestly, though. I heard they're trying to make a carb-free beer. Did you know that... No, hold on. One carb. Yeah, but Miller Lite only has one more carb. Oh, I saw Ultra. those commercials. <laughs> the guy's got that fucking one more carb, <laughs> only one a, more carb. Te- in the back uh, of his head. Uh, yeah, cut in the back of his head. <laughs> Listen, that's double the carbs, not just one more. It's double. Yeah, two Ooh. is twice of one. Man, let's Michelob Ultra could totally fucking market that. I don't know. That wouldn't work though. Half the carbs. Yeah. Hey, do you do you think that chicken Thundercats is kind of hot? Chitara? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You don't know what Thundercats is, Lucas? I don't know what Thundercats is. What the Cats fuck is. is wrong with you, man? Thanks for taking my alley-oop. I was like, Lucas doesn't know what the fuck Thundercats <laughs> is. Are you Let's right dunk now? on this bitch. Right. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What cartoons did you grow up with, Lucas? Dexter's Laboratory. That's a good one. Uh, this is my laboratory. <laughs> if we're talking about older age, Powerpuff Girls. What the fuck? <laughs> um, Sugar, spice, and everything nice. Uh, hun- yep. Johnny Bravo, a little, a little bit. <laughs> I grew up with Johnny Bravo. A little bit newer was Codename Kids Next Door, which was probably my favorite cartoon ever. All right, that was really good. Yeah, I like that, that too. That's a pretty good one. That was like the. Okay, hold best. on. Are you a Teen Titans or a Teen Titans Go? Kind Teen of Titans. All right, the cool, original. Okay, we can be friends still. I don't know what the hell that Go thing is. I've seen some clips. I've never watched an episode of it. But go, it looks go dumb. search Teen Titans Go Hentai. <laughs> I guarantee it's probably there. So for all the listeners, because uh, I know um, y'all are still tuned in with us, uh, I've just learned what Tentai is, and I'm going to go study tonight, and I'm going to get back to y'all next week on oh, my Oh, by the findings. way, he did text his wife the first picture that it brought up, and she said, just name the place. Yeah, those were the exact words. I didn't write that. He did. <laughs> she did. I mean, they did. His, I mean, re- his response was Candyland, which I think was weird. My wife and I have an odd uh, dynamic. Personally, I prefer shoots and ladders over Candyland, <laughs> but just because you don't know how sticky peppermint is until you actually have it. Wait, wait, that's another story. <laughs> it's another story, another time. Everything's edible in Candyland. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You guys ever seen Wreck-It Ralph? No. Mm-mm. Neither, neither of us have children. Never mind. We're going to edit that out. That doesn't fucking matter. I hate when you guys say that you don't have children. Before I had children, I was watching fucking cartoons. That's Thund- fair. Thundercats, Lucas. Thundercats. Is this something I need to go look up? You should. You know what? Because I feel like you personally, with the messages they deliver after the episode, you could learn a lot. Hmm. <laughs> My stepdad has uh, the sword from Thundercats. The one, the sword of omens. The one with the cat, the red the thing. The sword on it. of omens. Yeah, um, I've I wanted to tell you guys that earlier, but I feel like I had to do had to allow a certain amount of time to pass after we were talking about sex stuff to bring up my stepdad. <laughs> no, no, that's very prevalent in today's society. Hey, look, there's a there's a butt for everyone, I guess. Why did my phone poop? Why did my phone pop up with how can I help after you said stepdad said? (laughs) Well, if you must know. Let me tell you. Do you Um, notice every time Lucas takes in like a good bit of information, he goes, mm. Mm. (laughs) Mm. I process. That's the way I process things. He's thinking about how it would feel. Mm. (laughs) Do you know how fast you were going tonight, sir? If that. Uh, mm. Mm. If that. (laughs) 
If that tidbit of information was a dickosaur or a dick lizard, how would it feel? How long is it? What? What's the girth? <laughs> these, are, these are very prevalent questions, if I'm going to give you an accurate statement. I have a lot of questions. I used to. I kind of miss D&D, guys. I've been thinking about it. I I had a full-on dream. You Were sent you us naked? No, you sent us through Wings Dream Sequence again. You started it over again. <laughs> And well, was, I'm not going to do that. Oh, man. I was like, man, we're doing this again? I was like, well, we left off on such a good area. But you had like seven dragons, a couple giant. Like, I feel like we were level 20 characters for some reason because we were just doing all kinds of crazy shit. Keep going. I'm taking notes. <laughs> uh, Tell me about Tarek's dream sequence, about Wings's dream sequence. I was casting spells like it was nobody's business. All right. That's why we stop. Stop it. Just quit. Uh, Lucas. In a role playing game or in a fantasy aspect, who is your favorite? What kind of what is your favorite race amongst fantasy characters? When it comes to the fantasy genre, I am what's called a basic bitch. The whites. And I love elves. All elven races. Uh it is they just I, I don't know. It's he just, got all giddy. Did you see that? <laughs> just, I, it's their ears. <laughs> it's collarbone it's craziness it's like the pinnacle of like athletical athletic ability like speed agility ice like it's like the ultimate form like one could get of a humanoid here's a question for you other than legolas have we ever seen an elf in combat thranduil what what shows that from hobbit okay but i feel like that's legolas (laughs) it's legolas's father yeah, see, so... Legolas. And if you want to go further back, Orifer is also the grandfather of Legolas, who died in Bellarant. Hey, no, I'm sorry, he died in the, in the uh, Last Alliance, in the Gladden Fields, because he rushed forward with his army. I have a lot of lore. I'm a lore master. So, that, that was in the marshes? It was. That's that's what created the yes, dead marshes? That's what created the dead marshes in Lord of the Rings. But. So, here's the thing, is because uh, I'm trying to think back in, and honestly, there's only maybe, okay, two instances where we actually saw like the agility of an elf on display. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to in Aragon, which was a terrible adaptation of an amazing book series. It was very poorly written. The elves in that series, if if y'all have never read the Aragon series, it is rivaling Tolkien. See, I don't understand. Okay, so I never read the books of Aragon, but I did watch the movie, and I didn't feel like the movie was that bad, honestly. Oh. And, mm. and I can understand for a lore master such as yourself with your thumb up your ass and one hand on a book mm-hmm. constantly and comparing how somebody might see that that's uh, that those were bad. But if you just take the movie for what it is, this film has been formatted for your TV <laughs> and the script has too. Was it bad at face value? Yes. And that's without even comparing it to the books. Um, that's why the second one wasn't written. Like they They had the script to make eight movies if they wanted to but it was so bad eight movies so he has they should have just made it a television series and be done with it you know i remember when that movie came out and i had my grandma take us to the movie theaters to see that because i enjoyed the book series and i had to say afterwards i'm sorry grandmother that was a bad movie and i'm sorry i put you through that grandma did you read the that's book an hour and that's an hour and yeah. a half of your life you're All never gonna them. get back grandma i'm sorry Technically, I read two and a half. Like, so the last book I read, like, there's four. There's four. Okay, maybe I read three and a half. 
I know the entire plot of like all of them. I just quit like halfway through because I got I, I got busy. I like, kind of feel exactly. like that whole movie was going in the way of Dragonheart, and they just fucking kiped off of that movie. Do you, Lucas? God damn it, dude! I'm what is Dragonheart? Oh. I thought Dragonheart was a video game. That's Dragon Age. I, I, no, Dragon Age. But Dragonheart, I think I want to say Sean Connery voiced the dragon. Like the dragon actually talked to this dude. Hmm. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? Oh yeah, you're like ten years younger than me. That's what's wrong. Mm-hmm. But anyway, have you ever seen Breath of Fire? Or is it Breath of Fire? Yeah, it's- they steal the Declaration of Independence. There's a map on the back. But it's uh, not national treasure, bro. Oh, I don't even know. But but here's the um, Breath of Fire or Reign of Fire. I'm sorry. It's got Christian Bale in it. It's like post-apocalyptic. Oh, yeah, and they have yeah. the dragons trying to fight them. It's like Terminator, but with dragons. I've heard of it, but I have never actually sat down it's and watched it. It's a terrible it. movie. Don't bother. Okay. <laughs> So elves, James, what's your favorite or the fantasy race that you like portrayed or for what instance were they portrayed, which you enjoyed them the most? All of those questions, just answer them all. So like whenever I play D&D, like I just, I I like playing humans. I know it's very like basic and vague, but like that's what I am. So I guess like I can like. I am what I am and that's all that I am. I'm by the sailor man. I rarely play. I rarely play characters what? like me. That was, that was a, Popeye. But he uh, doesn't even know what spinach is. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know humans. I guess like, which in fantasy there's been great portrayals of humans, right? Boromir. <laughs> oh God. That's a great portrayal of a human. Like he fails, but at the end he has this great character arc. Play a human. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, was he a great person? Sure. And was he questionable? Okay, hold on. Every time you guys say Gondor or bring up humans in Lord of the Rings, all I think about is the scene where the fucking Boromir's dad is smacking that fucking food constantly. Oh, the tomatoes, the grape tomatoes. Yeah, it's Ah. gross. Denethor was actually a good person. In the books. I, I, it's been so long since I've read the books. So he actually battles Sauron in the Palantirs um, and does a good job. His will is pretty strong. And uh, unfortunately, eventually, he gets fucked up. You know, I'm going to make, I'm going to say it right now. Get fucked up. Tonight, I'm going to get a copy of Fellowship of the Ring. I'm going to start. Extended. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna. Oh, the book. The it's, book. I'm it's on YouTube. The the audio is on YouTube. You oh, can just listen to I'm it. I'm gonna all. read it like mm. like an olden times person. An olden time. You're not gonna read it. You're not even gonna listen to the audio book. I'm gonna read it and I'm gonna write you all a letter to let you know what I thought a about it. A letter. I'll not send it via carrier pigeon. Ooh, you're gonna have to pay minutes for that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so the audio on YouTube, they do voices. And it's actually pretty cool. We should all just get together and do a rendition of Lord of the Rings. We could, and I Lucas, would. You can, I you love can play, it. Lucas, you can play all the female elves. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> I very well could. Um, oh, Aragon, yeah. Oh, in three thousand years, I've, I've never felt this. That's my tentacle. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to fantasy races and even in D and D, like I lean towards dwarfs heavy. I I don't know something about you know playing in the dirt, knowing is half the battle, always thinking you're right. 
always not dependent on other people, just sticking to your own. You know, plus they got, man, for being so hairy, they never made Harry look so damn good. For those of y'all that can't see us or don't know us, uh, Ben has a beard, and that's why he likes dwarves. No, that's not why I like dwarves. It's the only reason. It's not the only reason. The only reason I like dwarves is because I feel like they just got that I don't give a shit attitude about everybody that they come in contact with, and they don't really have to answer to anybody. And that's kind of how I live my life. You know, three sheets to the wind, I piss in a shit where I want. Not really, though. <laughs> but if I could. You know, speaking of dwarves, I really do enjoy Durin in mm-hmm. Rings of Power. I think he's a I think good, he's a pussy. He's a good performance. Um, his wife wears the pants in that family. I find her to be a very strong-willed woman, and she is the exact thought of what I have for a dwarven woman. Not bearded? Now, she does have, if you look closely, she has her hair, like the hair growing, and I think, I think they're trying to go for portrayal because she's royalty, that she has it shaved slightly. That's the reason I Hold think on, they're doing Hold on, but why that. would she have it shaved if the the pinnacle of dwarven society is is the um uh, the belief that their beards are what make them attractive or that they have the most pride in? Why would she shave her beard? I agree. I don't like the portrayal of dwarven women at all, physically or attitude wise, because I think she portrays what I would. No, she's think. a very strong-willed character, and I like her character, but I just. I don't understand why she, as royalty, would shave her beard. She should have the longest and most ornately decorated beard of them mm. all. I agree. I think it works for what it is. If Is it accurately lore-wise? No. Does Tolkien portrays women dwarves with beards? Yes. Are they decorated? Or are they like... Women have them braided. Men don't braid their dwarves? No, that is not a thing. Did Gimli have a braided beard? No, but... Well... He had beads. Uh, if I remember correctly, he had certain like beads, not braided, but like it held larger clumps and tighter strands. So it's dreaded. But I want to say something that Gimli did. I believe it's in the extended edition of the movies. Mm-hmm. Reference dwarven women with their beards. He did in Ooh. conversation with Eowyn. Uh, yeah, and if you watch The Hobbit, uh, Gloin. Gimli's father shows a picture of Gimli as a child and his wife, and his wife is bearded. He had, he had a photograph? He did. A photograph? Like, are you sure it wasn't a drawing? Yeah, because Legolas. Polaroid? Like, how did that work? <laughs> did he uh, have to shake it? Wait for somebody it to develop? drew it? Or? Shake it. Couldn't tell you how it, it happened. Shake it like but, a Polaroid. Comma, picture. however, Legolas made the comment that the child was ugly as hell. Only for 65 <laughs> years later for Ooh. then. Uh, the best part about that whole that. the best They're, part about that whole movie is when they all come to separate when they were supper at uh at uh um Bilbo's house and they're like singing the dish song. That's the best part about that whole movie. Mm. Well, the Hobbit was made for children. I I remember reading the Hobbit books and yeah. I almost quit during that that scene where they're doing the dishes. It's, it's supposed to be a very musical. irritating part of the book. That's so cool. And then, have you guys ever watched like the the Rankin and Bass old school animated films? I have. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's a musical number to fucking be reckoned with. Lucas, for somebody that's portraying themselves to be a lore master, how do you not cover all the forms in which your lore is based upon? Those are blasphemy. To begin with, get the fuck out of here. Uh, not an accurate. Where there's portrayal. a whip. Where there's a whip. There's a. Wh- I've seen all yeah, of them. Yeah. Yes. No, you haven't seen all of them. <sighs> okay. 
Don't lie to me, boy. That's it's just terrible. I it, I cringe seeing those things. It's it's kind of like when James watch ring, watches Rings of Power, he cringes at every other scene. It's uh, it's the same way. Like when I when I see those little clips and snippets, I I cringe pretty hard. But have you watched the whole movie? Mm-mm. I can't get through it. Why not? How do you know? You never tried. I just uh, it's just one of those things you just know. Like, I don't know what my sexuality is, but I can tell you I know that I can't get through that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that I'm curious, but I'm not Lord of the Rings animated curious. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, we we touched upon earlier that you play Fortnite, mm-hmm. Lucas. James, do you also indulge in the, the night of Fort? No. Is there any other video games that you play, Lucas, at the moment? Assassin's Creed. Odyssey. <sighs> Fucking trash. Odyssey. No. Mm. See, y- y'all are missing out on the greatest Assassin's Creed game to ever come about. You know, just like there's one ring to rule them all, there's mm-hmm. one game that ruins them all. Anything that falls under the Assassin's Creed banner oh is fucking trash. God. Absolute have trash. You tr- have you tried? Have I tried? Yeah. More than you've tried to watch the animated versions of Lord <laughs> of the Rings? No doubt. No doubt. I have that. years on you to try. I was around when the first Assassin's Creed came As out. was I. Were you able to read? Yeah, I believe so. I have a Texas public education, so I, it's really pushing it right there. <laughs> well, it can't be any worse than Nevada's. Uh, I think we do rank higher than them. That's you're, the, you're bigger. You have more schools. Uh, Law of averages. Yeah, that also means we have more dumb, dumb kids. <laughs> Potentially. Depends on what you're grading them on. Birthing calves or multiplication. <laughs> Those things can coincide. <laughs> One cow becomes two. <laughs> On this episode of The Real Man Pretend, you guys can kind of take note that we kind of mix things up a little bit. We made this a little bit more of a lighthearted conversation as opposed to a very structured and analytic side of fantasy sports. We've kind of blended all of them together a little bit. And now we've come to the, the point of the show or the episode where we're going to announce one of our followers as the pretender of the week. Lucas, who is our pretender of the week? Uh, that's going to be uh, Christopher Foster, otherwise known as Chris Foster. Uh, he and I were stationed together uh, back at Fort Sam, and he's been a huge, uh, huge supporter. On a huge pretender? Huge pretender. On our Facebook page. He's pretending like he actually likes us. I pretend like I like you guys all the time. There's one thing I know he does not pretend about, and that's going on first dates. God damn, he looks like he can romance a lady. Uh, As a man, I will say he is quite attractive. Have you seen that profile picture? Lit candle. Wine glass. Mm. Empty plate. Like... He took her to a fancy place. Dude. Empty plate, though? Did he it's pay so for it? It's so fancy that you don't even get food when you pay for the you plate. Don't. You know, he didn't take that food pick. <laughs> he took it afterwards. It was an afterthought. And then I saw another picture on there, and he's it looks like he's on vacation. He's wearing a nice floral shirt, dude. Mm. I can't recommend any other kind of shirt when you go on vacation. Wear you a floral shirt. Let everybody know you're a tourist. Unless you work at Costco, because everybody wears floral Hawaiian shirts at Costco. Or uh, Trader Joe's. That's a Trader Joe's thing, too. Yeah, it is. But you know that's friendly folk there. On vacation, 
out to have a good time. I oh, appreciate you, Pretender. Keep on pretending, Christopher. Does he go by Christopher or Chris? He goes by Foster. Foster? We go by last names. Foster, Australian for beer. <laughs> <laughs> Nine times out of ten, I'd go on vacation with this guy. Bitter beer face! <laughs> well, 100 time, 100% of the time, it only works 50% of the time. Because guess what? He ain't taking nobody on vacation. Unless it's Lucas. Cool. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That wasn't the um that we're used to. <laughs> mm. 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 <laughs> mm. Interesting. Alright, pretenders, it's last call. And you know, honestly, with our chilled layback floral shirt mentality like Christopher Foster, <laughs> the pretender of the week, we've all been dabbling and diving into multiple drinks tonight. Uh Lucas, go ahead and give our give us your review of your drinks tonight. Uh so we went with the uh cider boys. Uh I had the raspberry smash and a peach county. Um, he was smashing that peach. I I rank it out of uh out of all the races in fantasy. It's it's an elf. It's it's that good. I thought you were gonna rank it as your attempts of a rational thought. Um, no, uh, quite scatterbrained, and I do a lot of mm. <laughs> but uh, mm. no, these are definitely elven tier. Elven tier. That's a tier that I've never heard of before. It's the pinnacle of tears. James, you've had three drinks, three different drinks tonight. Which one will you be ranking? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and rank this uh Cali Creamin Vanilla Cream Ale. You know what? While you're drinking a Cali Creamin, you definitely need to be wearing a floral shirt. Absolutely. And driving a VW bus. Yeah, there is a it looks like is this a VW? That's a VW, right? It kind of looks like a VW. It, I'm sure they can't bus. put VW on there because it'd probably get trademarked and copyright and all that other shit. I'm going to rank it uh, 35 out of the 41 Instagram followers we have. Go follow us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Real men pretend. Obviously, we suck ass at having an Instagram page because we have 41 goddamn followers. Share it with your goddamn friends, okay? So... <laughs> But heard the man. The Follow him. He's a human. <laughs> Why don't you love me? The uh, the beer was good. It was really good. Uh, I'm just going to critique it a little bit on the can artwork. You could do better, Kelly Creamin. You know, cream for us. Mm. That's all I got. I got a question for you. Why is a can blue if it's Kelly Creamin? It's blue. It's got a tiny little blue van waffle. thing with a surfboard on it. They could do better. They could. I care about can artwork. Well, let me ask you guys a question: Are you guys fans of um, can artwork that's a peel label or imprinted on the can? I'll go imprinted on the can. I'm going to go peel label. I agree with you, James. I'm a big fan of peel label because you know what? Sometimes I end up in places where I forget where I was or what I was drinking. To be able to peel that label off and set it in my pocket to remember how that tasted later on. 
I'm a big fan. Hold on. What age do you live in that a phone picture won't work for you? <laughs> Is this the 80s all over for you again? I better peel this. Uh, this will be the next one at the bar stop for Hold me. Hold on. Look, you say 80s like I lived in that decade, and I did live in that decade, but honestly, I was born in 83. I didn't live in that decade. So, you know, the 90s were the first decade where I was able to drink. Mm. Ben is 100 years old. <laughs> not only do I like... It's a hurt fact. It's a certified hurt fact. Not right only there. do I like dwarves, I am one. <laughs> listen, listen. Our, the peel label is better. I I knew this guy one time, and him and his dad had this like amazing thing that bonded them together. They would go get different beers, and they would peel the artwork off, and they would collect the artwork, and it was something that bonded them together. And I'm sure both of you, Ben and Lucas, appreciate that since we took like a two and a half hour break to talk about our relationships with our fathers. It ain't great. <laughs> I thought we were just circle jerking. <laughs> <laughs> We were Cali creaming. Yeah, we were. Yeah, I Cali creamed. <laughs> ben, Ben, what are you ranking today? Uh, I'm gonna do the Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee, and on a scale of scoops of sugar in your coffee, I'm gonna rank it a whole cup. <laughs> God, out damn. of a tablespoon. That's pretty good. It's decent. Damn, that's I like that, it. That's that's super high praise. I'm I'm a, I'm a dark beer fan though, man. Like Guinness is one of my favorites, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, and I'm actually anxious to mix the Cali Creamin and the Guinness together with the Cider Boys on top of it. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. Oh, okay, never. We're mind. Definitely not trying to never snake mind. bite anything. Gross. Yeah, ne- never mind. Uh, so, Lucas, out of everything that you've heard about or done this week, who is your certified P pick of the week? Uh, certified P is that Rings of Power episode five is going to be great. Isn't it episode six? I don't know. <laughs> this new episode of Rings of Power <laughs> is going to be great. The most recent episode of Rings of Power will be fucking awesome. I don't care what the haters say. I'm going to sit down. What do we got here? And I'm going to haters. Uh, I'm going to grab some popcorn and I'm going to enjoy my All right, T.O., get trip. your popcorn ready. <laughs> James, your certified pretender of the week. My certified pretender of the week. I really want to do like uh, Rings Power going to be ass, but uh, I'm I'm going to say certified P is usually good. Yeah, usually good. Yeah, I can't spin it against Lucas somehow. Why not? Why can't you? <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Clyde Edwards Hilaire as my certified P the of the Red week. Ranger. Listen, the guy's been reeling in fantasy points week in week out. He hasn't disappointed once. And yet nobody in the league wants to trade. I offered they, you, nobody but nobody wants to give me something good s- for Clyde. I just want a fifth round draft pick. Give me a fifth round from next nah, year. No, nah, no, so check this out. So I have a of Dyson Bruce chat with uh my boys in Washington. And while you were going off in the the group message uh about Clyde Edwards Hilaire, I was secretly messaging you in the real men pretend, or I thought I was. But I sent you, I was like, hey, I'll give you an eighth round pick for him before the dude offered an eighth round pick. And my buddy John said, I don't know if I can take an eighth round pick. I want a seventh. And I was like, man, he's not worth a seventh. And, he, and we went back and forth. And I, it, didn't, it took me a while to realize that it wasn't you responding <laughs> because I was in the store trying to grocery shop at the same time. <laughs> 
But then I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, dude, I haven't even been paying attention to football. I don't even know who the fuck we're talking about. And I was like, it's some motherfucking Red Ranger, man. It's morphin' time. He was haggling you without even knowing what he was haggling for. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you just got to haggle, right? I just, I'd, so I would take, for Clyde, I would take a fifth, and I would give a 15th as well. But I want a fifth Insane. or a sixth. I wouldn't go beyond it. If it's a seventh, then I'm going to need like a 15th with the seventh. If it's an eighth, I'm going to need like a tenth with it. Yeah! I'll give you a 16th round pick. That's it. That was gross. Listen, when Clyde shows out again, yet again, everybody's been saying, sell high on Clyde. And then he shows out. Sell high on Clyde. He shows out again. When he shows out yet again on Sunday, Against the Buccaneers. I, I'm telling you, I against the Buccaneers, he's going to do it. And y'all are going to say, oh, okay, maybe, right? After this week, you're going to say maybe. No, no, no. I was, able, I was able bucks? to sell high on Adam Thielen and Chase Edmonds and secure myself a number one wide receiver and a tight end. I saw. I wanted to veto, but I was like, he's doing uh, this thing. I, and then I fucking push it through real quick. <laughs> Oh, you pushed it through? No. Well, once I saw that there were six uh, upheld, I just oh. I, I LM upheld. Plus, I was giving him Chase Edmonds, so I wanted him to have the opportunity to play him yesterday and mm-hmm. or not play him. Yeah. My certified P of the week is let's hear it for those Seattle Mariners breaking the streak of playoff, non-playoff appearances tonight by securing the deal and getting into those playoffs. Yes, they're the third wild card. It's okay. I haven't been to the playoffs as a Seattle Mariners fan since 2001. And yes, I was alive then. <laughs> so were we. Are you sure? It sounds like you guys were just born fucking yesterday. I remember 9-11. <laughs> Don't say you guys. Come on. Come on, man. Look, Come hold on. on. You just recently jumped on that train too, James. You were neutral the whole time. and then you The 9-11 jumped. train? <laughs> Don't worry, guys. The If y'all don't know, the Mariners are the uh, basketball team. <laughs> For Seattle. We don't have one of those. <laughs> We're not lucky enough. Oklahoma City Thunder. That's why that team went to shit. They're cursed. Mm. All right, pretenders. Keep on pretending. Stay real with yourselves and each other. But always pretend to be better. Lucas, what are your closing words? You got any? Uh, I'm going to take over Brandon's here in a second. Oh, stealing it. James, closing thoughts? Is Bigfoot real? I don't know. Well, I've been looking at your big ass feet all fucking night long, so. Music drop.